novel. Hello, friends, and welcome to me drinking by myself as per usual. My name's Rachel, and this is Thoughts, <laughs> a podcast where I get drunk and give you a summary-ish of movies that I watch. It's your girl. I'm fair. And this time, I'm 23. Today's my birthday. And what am I doing for my birthday that you, you may ask? Um, well, I'm staying inside and I'm social distancing because I care about the wellness of other people. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but seriously, please stay home, wear your masks and social distance if you have to go out. And I know that most people don't have to go out that are going out. So, um, um but I swear to God, if I see another person on my timeline out and about pretending like nothing is happening, I am going to lose my marbles as if I haven't already this year like I don't know anyway I'm 23 how exciting I don't think there are any Taylor Swift songs about this age but whatever life is sucky regardless actually I promise I won't rant but my goal for 23 is to be more positive which should not take much because I feel like 22 was so depressing and sad and all I could focus on was the negatives of everything going on but to be fair if you think back to September 2019 and what's happened since then it's kind of hard not to focus on the negatives so I mean like I'll cut myself a little bit of a break but I don't know I know birthdays are dumb and it's just you know another day but in all seriousness every year that I do make it to another birthday I'm just so so grateful so no matter how shitty I feel I'm just in this state of mind where I don't know what's going to happen and I don't really give a shit. I just want to have a good time and learn and grow whatever. I don't know. How did I get here? I don't remember. Anywho. So today is the first movie that I'll be talking about. Sound the alarm. How does Patrick do it? Wee woo, wee woo, wee woo. Um, anyway. So today I'm going to be talking about a chef's kiss wham bam thank you ma'am classic rocky horror picture show not only is today my birthday it's rocky horror's birthday as well i think it's 45 this year i'm not sure i i think it's september 25th um 1975 i probably should have confirmed that before now but whatever anywho happy birthday so I do have to give a disclaimer or whatever you would call it. I don't know. But I do love this movie. It's so dumb. I love going on Halloween and yelling in the theater with all my fellow weirdos. It's like a warm, welcoming little family that just gets together once a year and has a weird-ass reunion, you know? So if you've never seen Rocky Horror, this will make absolutely zero sense to you. I promise. And if you've never gone and seen this in the theaters, like around Halloween, then you'll probably still be very confused because I guarantee that I'm going to throw in stuff here that like, oh my God, I can't stop burping. I guarantee that I'm probably going to say things that only apply to like, if you go see it in the theaters. Maybe I won't. We'll see. I don't know what's going to happen. My Fitbit's telling me that I need to move more. Okay. I don't know. All that said, going forward, if you've seen the movies that I'm going to be talking about and you think that I'm doing a terrible job at explaining them, you're probably right. <laughs> and if you haven't seen the movies 
and you think that what I'm explaining for some reason sounds good to you, (laughs) then you watch it and you're disappointed. That's on you for trusting my dumbass. You know, you know, like you're trusting my drunk interpretations. So like, that's on you. (laughs) But anyway, let's go to the movie. So it starts. There are these big red lips singing at me, and I can't remember the words, but it's like, science picture, ooh, double feature. Thank you. Give me an award. Anyway, so that happens, and then we cut to the church scene where a wedding just happened, and it's basically just picture a whole lot of white people being goofy. So here we meet Brad and Janet, and of course, they're the assholes at their friend's wedding that got engaged. You know what I'm talking about? They're those people. This is just perfect way to start it off, summarize them. So then Brad's like, damn it, Janet, I love you. And they get engaged. And then we cut to the narrator. And I'm just gonna say, we randomly cut to him throughout this. And he's kind of pointless. And he has no neck. And that's basically all you need to know. I'll randomly be cutting to him, but he has nothing to contribute, you know? So, cut to him. (laughs) He says stuff. We cut back to Brad and Janet. And now they're driving to Dr. Scott's place because apparently they met in his science class or something. And the natural response is to go visit him now that they're engaged because that's what you do, you know? If you meet someone at a pool, you go visit the lifeguard that was guard. I'm going to stop before I keep trying. (laughs) Anyway, so we'll see him later on. If I refer to him as the dude in the wheelchair, that's what I'm talking about, Dr. Scott. So anyway, um, it's all stormy out and they get lost and their tires are shitty and they end up getting a flat. So they go out of the car and they start walking towards this big ass castle for like a phone, I think. And so they're just like, there's a light burnt over at the Frankenstein place. <sighs> so that song, whatever. And then we see this new character, and I think his name's Riff Raff. But he's basically Igor. Because he's got a hunchback, and he's just this little servant dude, you know? So Riff Raff is being this ominous little shit, and he's singing in the window of the castle. And it's like, into my life. <laughs> That's basically it. I don't know. (laughs) So anyway, a fuck ton of motorcycles are just going towards the castle. So clearly it's popping over there. So Brad and Janet get to the castle. And Riff Raff answers the door and he's like, hello. I can't do it. But it's hello. hello." That sounds like I'm saying hello, but I'm hello. I can't do it. It's terrifying. Anyway, so they just want to come in and use the phone. And he's being a little sus, but to be fair, Brad is acting like this little frat boy trust fund baby. So, you know, I'd be sus too. I'm giving him some credit. So they come in, we meet Magenta, and she slides down the stairs like fucking Mary Poppins, and she's just being an icon. All you need to know about her really is that I want her to be my mom. So anyway, (laughs) so Riff Raff starts just singing a we go into the time warp and I feel like the time warp is one of those songs that even if you haven't seen the movie or you don't even know what Rocky Horror is you've probably heard the time warp somehow maybe that's just in my mind maybe this is just in my little head my stupid little brain but I feel like 
most people have heard the time warp, no matter what. It's that, it's just a jump to the left, and then I said to the right, put your hands on your hips, and bend your knees in tight, and it's a pelvic thrust that really drives you insane. Let's do the time warp again. You know what I'm talking about? Anyway. <laughs> so, Riff Raff does his dumb little dance and his stupid little pretzel legs. And he and Magenta have brief elbow sex, which you're probably thinking, Rachel, what did you just say at me? And to that, I say, yes, <laughs> they have brief elbow sex. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, which I would say, unless you've seen this movie, <laughs> and probably, honestly, I would say unless you've seen this movie and gone to the theaters and had someone shout elbow sex, you probably still don't know what I'm talking about. Go watch the movie. Go to the time warp. And you will know what I'm saying. Anyway. So, <laughs> we cut back to Nonek, and he's telling us how to do the time warp. And all the motorcycles that were going towards the castle were these weird little party people. And I'd like to be friends with all of them, because they just seem like a good time, you know? So, all the party peeps are doing the time warp, and it's just a good, it's a good old time, you know? So, Janet's being this little turd, and she keeps fake fainting because she's never seen a hunchback man have a good time, and apparently that's overwhelming for her. Yeah, I cannot relate. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I'm stupid. Did I already say what I'm drinking? I don't think I did. I'm having Captain and Coke after. I'm having Captain and Coke in a large. Uh, styrofoam cup thing after I had two glasses of red wine because that sounds just delightful doesn't it anyway so then we meet Columbia that's another character she's fine she's just kind of this tap dancing squealing ginger so the song's over and everyone falls to the floor because you know relatable so Janet is cold and she's wet and she's just plain scared. But then our dad, Tim Curry, finally shows up and he's just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <sighs> what, a good, what a good time. Anyway, so he sees us shiver with anticipation. <laughs> oh, man, and Riff Raff and Magenta, they start making Brad and Janet strip for whatever reason and they go up to the lab to see what's on the slab and tim curry made a man with blonde hair and a tan and if you're wondering why i'm rhyming it's because i'm stealing these lines because i am not original okay anyway am i gonna burp or throw up just a burp we're good okay so willy wonka coloring shit happens because every pride Wait, I mean, every month is Pride Month. Thank you. Words are hard. And Riff Raft is some real Igor shit, and he's throwing some switches and lightning strikes, and this blonde dude comes to life named Rocky. And then Rocky does a dumb little song, and I, I'm not even going to sing that one because I think it's stupid. But anyway, Tim Curry chases him around because, like, he just wants a piece of that gold Speedo action, which, to be fair, he created this guy for, quote, relieving his tension end quote. So, I mean, if you know, you know. How is it? I-Y-K-Y-K. -Y -K. <laughs> I 
Oh my god, I like it, like it. Anyway, so he starts making Rocky work out because apparently a six pack is just not enough. And he's just like, in just seven days, Tim Curry can make you a man. Yeah. So, Rocky's a really bad dancer. And that's just something I think. But he's like in the corner doing this weird, weird little pelvic thrust thing. But I guess, okay. To be fair, he's like a minute old at this point, maybe. So perhaps I should give him some credit. I don't know. I guess, like, he's a baby on ice. A baby on ice? I'm a baby deer. A baby on ice? Can you imagine? All right, now I'm just picturing someone, like, giving birth, like, off of a Zamboni and a baby just goes fucking sliding. Anyway. (laughs) So now we're going to meet Eddie. Eddie is played by Meatloaf, and if you don't know who Meatloaf is... I don't want to call you uncultured swine, but, like, go listen to Paradise by the Dashboard Light and then come talk to me. So he comes crashing through the wall with his motorcycle. And Columbia is losing her goddamn mind because that is her man. And he gets a saxophone for some reason. Or he doesn't get it. He has it. Whatever. But then they sing a good song. A bop, I would say. And it's like, hop bless my soul. I really love that rock and roll. Or something like that. I know I'm really good at singing. Thank you. Um, he needs some Neosporin for his forehead gash. That's all I'm thinking about at this point. He's just running around, forehead, bleeding. And he's like, whatever happened to Saturday night? And you know, I'm like, you know what? I know people are scared of him, and I can see why. If a guy came running at me with a motorcycle with a forehead gash, I'd be, you know, whatever. But I can also see why he may have had a rough life. We'll get to that later, though. So everyone's living their best life. And Tim Curry's over here and he's having none of it. And I mean, it's probably because, like, it's probably because his wall got destroyed. Like, if someone crashed through your house with a motorcycle and knocked down a wall in the middle of you trying to, like, kind of get it on with some guy that you just created, like, you'd probably have none of it, too. But anyway. So, Meatloaf starts driving his motorcycle around indoors, and the party peeps are fucking booking it at this point, because, I mean, if someone's coming at you with a motorcycle, you'd probably do the same thing. I don't really know. At this point, he's just living life. But then at some point, he gets off, and he starts smooching on Columbia. And Tim Curry, at this point, is like, okay, I'm over it. And he starts coming at him with this, like, ice pick thing. (laughs) So, long story short-er-ish, Meatloaf be dead. He dead now. Okay. So then we just casually move on from that murder. Whatever. It was nothing. Um, And we cut to No Neck. And he's just saying some random shit. I don't know. Whatever. So then we cut back to Janet. And she's being thrown into this red room. And Brad's being thrown into this white room. And like, I don't know if it means anything. And it probably doesn't. But like, symbolism? Maybe? Thoughts? I don't know. So Brad, wink, wink, comes into Janet's room and they start getting it on. But gasp, it's not Brad, it's Tim Curry. But Tim Curry's like, hey, no, it's cool, I'm Tim Curry. And she's like, "Mm, okay, I guess here's consent. And they get to Riff Raff and Magenta and they're just bored of being servants. And they're like, let's fuck around and scare Rocky, shall we? So Riff Raff goes up to Rocky with some candles and Rocky be like, no, like fire. And Rocky breaks loose, and he runs away somewhere. And, oh, at this point, um, 
I think this the elbow sex count is up to three. So take a shot every time there's elbow sex. I think that'll only be like five shots though, unfortunately. So whatever. Anyway. So we cut to Brad's room and you guessed it. Same thing happened with, to him that happened uh, with Janet. And Tim Curry's like, hey, I'm Tim Curry. And Brad's like, okay, sick, bro. And so then Riff Raff calls in the middle of them diddling and is like, um, Rocky ran off, so we're going to release the hounds. And Tim Curry may or may not have responded, coming. And so then we cut to Rocky. Oh my God. Thank you. Why do I keep saying thank you? Okay, anyway. So Rocky, no like the hounds. And he's back in the lab and he's hiding and he's crying like the grown man infant he is. And Janet shows up and she's all upset. Because somehow she saw Tim Curry and Brad post-boinking. Yes, I said boinking. (laughs) Oh my god. So she sees Rocky and she's like, oh, here, let me take what little clothing I'm wearing and rip some off so I can use that as a bandage for your arm that's not even bleeding. Because you know what she was thinking, but she's still pissed that her frat bro fiance just fucked Tim Curry, even though she also fucked Tim Curry, but like she's a horny horn dog. So she looks at Rocky and she's like, touchy, 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 touch me. I want to be dirty. It's, yeah, so that whole thing happens. So then Tim Curry and Brad and, um, what's his face? Riff Raff, uh, walk into the lab, I think, looking for Rocky. I think that's what they're doing. I don't really know. So do you remember the wheelchair guy I mentioned before, uh, Dr. Scott? Well, he's here now for some reason. And Dr. Scott's at the door and they let him in and swear to God, he shoots up to the lab like this fast version of the Epcot ride at Disney. I shit you not. And then he crashes through the wall. Like that is the best way I can describe it. A fast version of the Epcot ride. Um, so Tim Curry's pissed because apparently he and Dr. Scott are not buddies in the science department. Excuse me. And he's like, well, what the fuck? Did Brad and Janet just come here to spy on me? Is that what this is? So, well, well, well. Turns out Dr. Scott came here because he was looking for his nephew. Meatloaf. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Sorry. (laughs) So stupid. (sighs) Anyway, (laughs) so while this conversation is happening, Janet and Rocky are literally diddling skittles 10 feet away and yes i said diddling skittles i'm pretty sure i said boinking earlier let's just anyway so finally tim curry notices and this is how the scene goes brad janet dr scott janet brad rocky silence and then they do that a couple more times so anyway so (laughs) magenta breaks okay first of all what was that way off the like I don't even know what it did. Anyway. So, so Magenta. Oh my god, I'm getting really hot. Okay, so Magenta breaks the awkward tension with this big-ass gong. And she's like, Going! Master, dinner is prepared! Oh my god, I'm an actress. Okay, so then we cut back to No Neck, who is basically like, Oh boy, this is crazy. Which, I don't know about you, but I really needed someone else to tell me that this is crazy because I was not thinking the same thing. 
Oh, my God. Okay, so then we cut back, and we're at dinner. And it's a little awkward because not only did we just catch Janet and Rocky having sex, Dr. Scott's here for a dude that he doesn't know was a little bit butchered by Tim Curry. So, um, a side note here. This has nothing to do with anything. I just thoroughly enjoy it. Picture yourself at, like, Thanksgiving, okay? And your aunt, Deborah, is carving the turkey. Ring, ding, 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 ding. And she takes a chunk of turkey and just fucking throws it at you like a frisbee with her grubby little mitts. That is how they serve the food at this dinner. It's so funny to me. They carve the meat and then they just chuck it on people's plates with their bare hands. I don't know why I find it so funny. But anyway, so then Dr. Scott's song happens and he just has his little German accent and it's actually a bop. Even though I don't know the words, it's like, yeah, anyway, he's singing about Meatloaf being a piece of shit child, basically. Like I said before, like Meatloaf just had, he had a rough childhood. I can't remember why. I just know that he liked looking at rock and roll porn and was a piece of shit. Anyway, so Dr. Scott's doing his little chair dance thing. Like, you know those toy Santas that you see moving their little arms? That that was what he was doing. So the song basically, I just noticed this. I've watched this movie or play everything like I don't know how many times. And <laughs> this is the first time I noticed it. But in the song, he's like, Meatloaf wrote him a note basically leading him to Tim Curry's place. And I think he was like, Tim Curry is sketchy and he's probably going to kill me or something like that. I don't know. But that's awkward because, like, that is quite literally what happened. So, I don't know. But Tim Ke- <laughs> Tim Curry gets bored with the song or whatever. And he rips the tablecloth off to reveal that Meatloaf's body is under it. <laughs> that's not funny. It's gross. Anyway, I'm not entirely sure. Oh, that noise is my ice. That makes sense because I am... At the bottom of my drink. Anyway. Okay. Where was I? Meatloaf. Body. I don't know. But I'm not entirely sure. I think they're implying here that the meat that they were eating was him. (laughs) Which is so fucked. But I guess you could say that they were eating meatloaf. (laughs) Thoughts. I will never do that voice again. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway, so everyone freaks out. I mean, I guess you probably would. And Janet runs into Rocky's arms, and Tim Curry is like, okay, you know what? Absolutely fuck that. So Tim Curry just starts chasing after Janet because she was stealing his man. And he's like, you better wise up, Janet Weiss. And that's a a fun little song. I was going to say cute little song, but I like it. So he chases her back to the lab and basically everyone else chases after them because I think it's kind of like when someone had a fight in high school and like it's really shitty of you to want to watch it but you know how like there's a fight going on in the hallway and then everyone gets up to go run and see what's happening. That's kind of what it was I think. So they're back in the lab 
And Tim Curry flips a switch, and then Brad and Janet and Dr. Scott are, like, stuck in place. And Dr. Scott starts spewing some science shit, and I don't really care to pay attention. Um, but basically, I think he's saying that Tim Curry's a mad genius, which, like, we been new. And I never noticed it before. <laughs> but Brad's comeback to Tim Curry is literally, you're a hot dog. That's it. That you're a hot dog. So next time someone starts talking smack, not even talking smack, just does something. Just yell, you're a hot dog. Throw up them arms and yell, you're a hot dog. Actually, it didn't work out well for Brad, so don't do that. But anyway, Magenta flips some switches and then one by one, Brad and Dr. Scott and Janet turn into these naked statues. Slen Columbia, I can't even speak, Columbia comes in. And she's like, Tim Curry, I loved you. I did everything for you. You drained me and you fucking killed the only person I loved. What the F, bro? What, you know? And Tim Curry is like, okay, bye then. And she's just turned into a naked statue too. And then he looks at the camera and he's like, it's not easy having a good time. And then Rocky's just, like, chilling, but he turns him into a naked statue, too, because, like, why not? I don't know. Oh, apparently, um, we find out here, too, that <laughs> Riff Raff and Magenta are siblings. So, like, I keep joking that they had elbow sex, but no, like, literally, there's, like, incest stuff going on here, because they, like, it's just another what-the-fuck moment, you know? But the elbow sex count now is up to four. Just take note of that. Um, but we cut to No Neck being like, whoa, what the heck? This is wild. Because, like, once again, we needed a narrator to tell us that. I have to burp. Oh, that was just, like, a little baby burp. Okay. Side note. They do this slow zoom in here. And there is still No Neck. It baffles me. So we cut to this random stage, and the naked statues are up on the stage, but now they're dressed up like in burlesque outfits, you know? So some switches start flipping one by one, and they start coming to life, and they're just these sex-crazed party animals, kinda. And, like, Brad went from frat bro to studio performer, if that gives you an idea of what I'm saying. So Rocky is just horrible in heels, right? And Tim Curry shows up behind them. I don't know why. And he, let's just say if Tim Curry was my priest growing up, I'd still be Catholic. That's all I gotta say on that. Like, I, I would volunteer to wash the linens. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. So then he's like, give yourself over to absolute pleasure or something like that. I don't know. And then they start diving into this pool, which I call the orgy pool. So, uh take that as you will and he's like don't dream it be it and they're all just you know in the orgy pool doing things they're just keep singing don't dream it be it which they're just living their best lives you know so then Riff Raff and Magenta show up and they're wearing these spacey looking outfits and his hunchback is gone now and he has this stupid little baby ponytail for some reason and he's like I am the captain now you are too sexy, so you're my prisoner. Because that's just how this works. And Magenta is still serving us looks. Still my mom. 
And Tim Curry's like, okay, look, I'm sorry. Don't threaten me with a good time. You know? So Riff Raff and Magenta are like, okay, fuck right off. We've had to be your servants this whole time. And Riff Raff starts shooting some laser beams and he kills Columbia, RIP. And then he eventually gets Tim Curry, also RIP. And then up until this point, I've been like, how rude. But then I started thinking about it and like, Tim Curry did literally murder someone. But he's also just trying to have a good time. So I don't really know. Either way, rip in peace. So then Rocky's like, no, Papa, Tim Curry, no. And he starts carrying his body and I think he's trying to run away and they get him and he'd be dead too. R.I.P. So Riff Raff and Magenta are like, okay, we're going to go back to our planet of transsexual. Y'all better get the F out. And, um, oh yeah, don't worry. Uh, we also get a fifth and final elbow sex scene here too. But Brad and Janet and Dr. Scott, they get out before the castle turns into a big ass rocket and shoots away to their planet because of course that happens. So final cut is back to no neck and he calls the human race insects. And you know what? I gotta say, I get it. I think I get it. (laughs) The end. (laughs) So, all in all, I think I'd give this movie a five out of five elbows. (laughs) I hate myself. It's just a journey. It is so baffling. It's beautiful, you know? And I cannot express how fun it is to watch this with someone who's never seen it before. And normally, I'd say, go see this in theaters on Halloween, but please don't. Stay home. Make your own theater at home and watch it. That's really sad. (laughs) I'm not going to be able to see Rocky Horror in theaters this year. On the plus side, though, my brother hasn't seen this, so I'm going to make him watch it with me on Halloween. Actually, okay, you know what? Now I'm excited. Never mind. Okay, well, I think that's all I got. Like I said before, I don't think anyone's ever going to listen to this. But I'm putting links in the description or whatever with some resources to, like, register to vote, places you can help out Black Lives Matter movement, all that jazz. Oh my god. Jazz. B-movie. I have to do B-movie. This is non-negotiable. Oh my god. Okay, well, (laughs) on that note, be confident, positive, study a bit, sleep a lot, and have a good weekend. (laughs) Goodbye.